Daily Devotion with Pastor Bala for October 26th, 2021 from Psalm chapter 83, a prayer for God to take action. When we see things going wrong in today's world, we want God to take action. This is nothing new. The psalmist wanted the same thing, especially when the psalmist saw conspiracy theories against God's people. And you thought conspiracy thinking was only in today's world. Guess again. Psalm chapter 83, verse 1. O God, do not keep silence. Do not hold your peace or be still, O God. For behold, your enemies make an uproar. Those who hate you have raised their head. The cry goes out to God to take action because the enemies of God are indeed taking action. Verse 3, they lay crafty plans against your people. They consult together against your treasured ones. They say, come, let us wipe them out as a nation. Let the name of Israel be remembered no more. The enemies of God's people, you could say, are planning genocide. Verse 5, for they conspire with one accord. Against you they make a covenant. Now the psalmist then states that the enemies are even conspiring against God. Next, the psalmist decides to name the enemies just in case maybe God didn't quite realize who they were. Verse 6, the tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Jebel and Ammon and Amalek, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tyre, Ashur, and has also joined them. They are the strong arm of the children of Lot. You may recognize some of these names as people who were actually at one time once related to the people of God. So is this sort of like a distant family feud, so to speak? Maybe, but it does show that these people did not believe and trust in God. Otherwise, they would have been part of the people of Israel. They were exposed to God, but they said no to God. Verse 9 do to them as you did at Midian, as to Caesarea, and to Jabin at the river Kishon, who were destroyed at Endor, who became dung for the ground. Verse 11, make their nobles like Oreb and Zeb, like the, their princes like Zeba and Zalmana, who said, let us take possession for ourselves, the pastures of God. Verse 13, oh my God, make them like whirling dust, like chaff before the wind, as the fire consumes the forest, as the flame sets the mountains ablaze. Verse 15, so may you pursue them with your tempest and terrify them with your hurricane. Fill their faces with shame that they may seek your name, O Lord. 
Let them be put to shame and dismayed forever. Let them perish in disgrace. Wow. It seems that the psalmist really wants no mercy upon these enemies of God. But before we come to that conclusion, even though the psalmist just got through saying to God, bring it all down upon them, let's look closely at the last verse. Verse 18, that they may know that you alone, whose name is the Lord, are the most high over all the earth. So does this last verse imply that the psalmist wants the enemies of God to repent? Or is it just that the psalmist wants the enemies of God to realize who they're really up against? I will admit, God wants all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. God wants all people to repent and believe and trust in him. Whether this was the actual intention of the psalmist in this last verse, I'm not too sure. But for us, we need to keep this in mind. Because like the psalmist, we live in a world where it seems like people are constantly conspiring against God's people. So how do we react against such conspiracies? Do we not remember that God does indeed want all people to be saved? Like the psalmist, we need to bring these petitions and concerns to God and for us to realize that God knows what's best for all the people throughout the world and finally, like the psalmist, leave it in God's hands. God's peace and many blessings be with you and thank you for listening. And please take an opportunity to share this message with others. If you have enjoyed these daily devotions, please consider making a donation to Peace Lutheran Church, 24024 West Main Street, Plainfield, Illinois, 60544. Thank you again for listening.